cutie Cinderella. By the numbers, she just enjoyed the most successful year in her entire online career. So why does she describe it as the darkest time in her entire life? I'm Anthony Padilla, and I'm gonna find out the truth from cutie Cinderella herself. Hello, Blair. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. Now, I feel like we just got to come out the gate and talk about how you are, are you known as the queen of events <laughs> on, on Twitch? Uh, you put on so maybe. many events. I do, I do do that. I, I didn't know it was possible to just make up an award show and you just made up an award show. I did. My whole thought process going into it was, okay, there's a lot of award shows in the space. Without ruffling any feathers, they, do feel a little out of touch. Yeah. A few of them I think have just like kind of gotten lost in the production part of it. They've been outsourced too far that creators aren't a part of it and mm -hmm. so there's no insight, there's no there's no pulse in the community. The cool thing about this one is a lot of people that I, I hadn't even met came to it mm -hmm. because it was open nominations from the community. So it starts like you can vote for anybody you want. Mm -hmm. It is, which is really nice. I don't have, I do have a panel, but it's not a panel that's like, okay, here are your four. And then people look at it and they're like, where the heck did that come from? And it's because I am only one person. I wish I knew every nook and cranny of the internet. I don't, but mm -hmm. I want to, I yeah. really do. I want to meet new people. I want people that you'd never imagine in the same room together. I think that's great. You know, I wasn't too popular in high school. I, w I never really felt like I fit in anywhere. Mm. And even in this industry, I felt like, man, they look like they're having so much fun. I wish I got invited or like, I wish I could be a part of that. I wish I could be a part of that. And so I was like, well, if I'm not getting invited to stuff, why don't I just invite people? I've always, always, always my entire life wanted to feel included. Mm. And so if I can be that person that makes other people feel included, mm. I'm gonna do anything I can to be that person. This episode is coming out almost right before the announcement for the next one. Oh shit. So a little leaksies leaksies. Are we leaking it right now? It's gonna be on March 11th. Oh shit, March so. 11th, the second annual? The second annual Streamer Awards. And the first one was so successful. It was. It had, what is it, 380,000 380, concurrent 000. viewers? My goal was 100,000. <laughs> and you, oh, you over tripled yeah. that. Yeah, one of my things that made me so mad, like the negative feedback, people would be like, oh, she only invited her friends. And I'll be like, I didn't know, I don't even know that person's name. Like, what? Yeah. Like, so that was one of the, the hardest things about it was I, Ludwig won streamer of the year. Yeah. And I th think he deserved it, genuinely. But people would say that because you have a connection to him that you made that happen. And it was actually so sad because I have this part of running an event and wanting it to just be perfect. And I see, I know who wins, you know, the day of. Mm -hmm. I, I know, I see the numbers. And I'm staring at it and I'm like, oh no. Like, I'm so, like, stressed as an event coordinator because I'm like, people are just going to say that I gave this to him. And I was like, okay, I could change it. I could change the name. Did you think about, like, making sure that your partner did not win? Yeah, I could. And yeah. that's, I sat there and I thought about it. I said, I could change the name. I have power to do this, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to because if I were to touch that, I could never say my hands were clean. And that's the whole point of, like, the sanctity of my show. I don't want any, I didn't even vote for my own show. Right. Like, and some people won that, I probably wouldn't have voted for, because right. I didn't, you know him, but that's the whole reason. I don't want to touch it. And I think that's what's gonna make your award show stand out from the rest, is that I think a lot of people do not have faith in other award shows to actually award the person who the audience wants yeah. to win, and that's what it's about, right? Because yeah. a lot of award shows 
award people who will get them more exposure, who will show up. Will yeah. show up because no, you don't want to give an award to someone that doesn't show up. Tons right? of people won that weren't there. Like I had two people that didn't send in videos, and I was like, whatever. That's, it's not about that. It's right? not about that. I don't want to mess with the sanctity of celebrating these people. I never would, just for the sake of getting views. The Streamer Awards was supposed to be, I was gonna do it with XQC. Mm -hmm. I was gonna do it on his channel yeah. and host it with him. And Pokimane is the one who like really encouraged me to do it on my channel. She's like, you will get views, you will be fine. And then I kind of came to the conclusion like, oh, I wanted a female host because in this industry, a lot of the times the male gets the light and then you become the shadow because yeah. women are accessories. Well, it, it, Pokey even told me that that's why she doesn't want to talk about any relationships that she's in yeah, because she's especially genius. especially if she dates someone that's also in the industry or on the internet in some way people will say oh she only got here because of that i actually i never wanted to date someone in the industry because of that and i accidentally <laughs> i accidentally i just he's just he's so charming that charming motherfucker i know i tried not i really tried not to we you were, were like no we were friends for a very long time he's he's, he's great though so. <laughs> so but in the back of your head when you started dating ludwig you were like People are gonna think that I'm only where yep. I am because of him. Mm -hmm. I get it all the time. I've worked so hard to make my own name. I really have in every industry I've ever been in. I just, I really try. I'll be introduced to people as Ludwig's girlfriend. What? Yeah. I've been introduced on podcasts, like introducing Ludwig's girlfriend. Wow, that feels great, I'm sure. Okay, yeah, and, and so it just, it sucks because I am my own person, I have my own career. I, I made my own career before I ever met him. I, I've worked really, really hard to be my own person. It's sad because when he is streaming and he says he's hungry and I'm streaming, 500 people come in and tell me to get him a sandwich or get him something. It's sad because it just happens in this industry a lot. Like a lot of the time I'll be like, oh, Alex is coming and they'll be like, who's Alex? And I'll be like, oh, she, she has red hair, she's short, she streams like variety and they're like, I don't know her. And then I'm like, pay money Wubby's girlfriend. And they're like, oh, and you're like, God damn it. Like, this is new that Reddit has started breaking down on these. But if you are a female streamer, you will get clips of you walking away from your desk and they will be sexualized. Mm. No matter what you're wearing, no matter what's happening, no matter if you sell sexual content or not, they'll decide it's sexual. And at one point you could type in any female streamer on Reddit and put NSFW and there would be a Reddit either editing deep fakes of them um, come tributes of them, all sorts of things against your will being completely sexualized because you're on the internet. <laughs> but luckily, because people have been so vocal about it, like I did a few interviews probably a year about a year ago about it. Yeah. Um, Reddit's finally cracked down on them. They're harder to find. Oh. I was very bullied. I, I had a hard time growing up. I had a very thick skin. Yeah. But streaming is, it's next level. It, it, it's it's hard. Growing up is hard. Did you guys know that? It's, I've heard it's hard. <laughs> I've heard from a few people it's hard. Um, I grew up. I grew up very poor. Um, mm. Number one, and it would lead to some awkward things. Like when I went to junior high, one defining weekend is they invited me to the mall. Mm -hmm. I had never seen an Amber Crombie before. I had never seen a Hollister before because I shopped at Walmart. That's where I got my clothes. Yeah, Walmart, Kmart, um, mm -hmm. Target was a little expensive, but we go there sometimes. Mm. I was just accolades behind and everybody made sure of it. Plus, I was Mormon. Mm. Um, I was Mormon. A lot of my friends were not. Okay. And so they just wouldn't invite me to parties because they didn't want to bring the Mormon girl to a party. Why? Because they didn't want to corrupt you or because they, they didn't, didn't want, want you to bring to the judge them? Oh, okay. Which I would never do is the sad thing, but they're just like, Mormons, Mormons can't drink, Mormons can't swear, we don't want her around us. As a Mormon, didn't you experience getting judged more yourself? <laughs> so than... that's the other aspect is, you know, I'm raised Mormon and you're never good enough. 
Mm. That is the thing about Mormonism. You are never going to be good enough. I actually recently, on my stream, we watched your interview with ex-Mormons. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I was like, they didn't even get into the thick of it. But I think it's no. because it's hard to, you don't want to, like, I have a lot of family that's still Mormon. And I would never want to offend them. Even if my family watches this, I do think it's a cult. Um, being outside of it now, I think it's very scary. Many people refer to it as a cult. Yeah. If you fill out, if you do one of those, um, like, BuzzFeed quizzes, is it a cult? It, it's a cult. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, it checks nearly all the boxes. You get new names. You get, you know, you sing. You, it's your whole entire community revolves around it. They try to keep you as busy as possible. It's a lot. It's your everything. My dad was very religious. My mom was still religious, but she never judged. Even if she was like, I'd rather you go to church. She didn't make you feel like, oh, I need to try harder. Um, and so as pathetic as it sounds, <laughs> over my entire course of my life, my mother was the only one that was, she was the only one that made me feel like she was there for me. And that you were enough as you yeah. were. Yeah, and I didn't have to change anything. I didn't, you know, I was too poor. I was too ugly or I was too whatever. Um, she was the only one. And so that's, that was, that was really hard for me. And it's interesting what that does to you. Cause she was also such a supportive person. Like I was a cheerleader and she would come watch me cheer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she would go to all of my brother's basketball games. Her children were her life. And, uh, and so it's sad for me now because I know she would love to be in my chat being like, yeah. what is Peepo Frog? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. she would love it. And she'd be the only person in my family that I would feel comfortable watching me. Um, and so it's just sad. It's sad. And she was, when she passed away, she was very much so in debt. Like most people get inheritance, right? Yeah. My inheritance was paying off her debt. Like right. it was, it was sad. And now I'm at a place in my life where it makes me so sad. Cause I'm like, man, I could probably buy her a house if I wanted to, you know, and, and now I don't have that opportunity and it, it's gut wrenching. And I think about it all the time. And so like my dad will mention like a hat that he wants and I'll just buy it for him. Like, I don't want to like, just take it. You know, no like regrets, I have this right? thing. You don't want to yeah. look at it later. She was the most real person in my entire life. And I mean, real as in like, she would text me all the time. She'd call me every single day, like almost too much to the point that like sometimes she'd call and you roll your eyes. Like, yeah. oh, mom, I'm fine. Like she was overbearing at times, but it was, came from a place of like, she just wanted to be a part of your life so badly. And then to go from someone like that, that's there all the time, like there for you if you need anything to silence. Oh, it's surreal. Like it is crazy. And you didn't, you didn't know at the time how much that no. was benefiting you and helping you you never life. realize i think until it's gone until sometimes you don't notice that the music is on until it's off mm. right and so it's just like why is it so quiet all of a sudden where like you don't have that person checking in on you, you don't have that person that cares mm -hmm. if you're got home safe if you whatever and i i feel lucky knowing that like some people never have that person at least i had her for however many years of my life but it sucks because that age, early 20s, that's when you finally become friends with your parents, mm, right? Yeah, yeah, they're a peer now. And I was just barely getting there. I was just barely getting to that point. And it, it's just, it's just so sad. At her funeral, I gave a speech. I don't remember what I said besides yeah. my, my intro. And I counted to five. I said, one, two, three, four, five. I said, I just got through the last five seconds. One, two, mm. three, four, five. I just got through the last five seconds. Because sometimes in life, that's all you can do. And it's so sad. <laughs> but... You know, 
Good job. You got through the last five seconds. <laughs> so let's celebrate that. Like, let's do what we can. Um, and that's all you can do. And I cry about it, but it's just like, it's just such profound loss. Like, and that's the difference between, it's funny because I, I watched your interview with Ludwig and Ludwig, you know, Ludwig had a dad that passed away and he's like, yeah, my dad passed away. And I'm like, it was such a cliff note, right? Yeah, like, you know, and it's just, it, everything affects people differently and every relationship is so different. Do you feel almost a sense of relief when you do get a little cry out? Because it's like a little bit of that pent up God, emotion. who knows? <laughs> it's so nuanced, right? Because then you, yeah. like, I, I don't get embarrassed when I cry about it, but it is like, one time, probably one of the worst things that happened early on in my career. Mm. I had a group of people, um, because I was having like a bad day on stream. This is when I had like 50 viewers. And I had a group of like 10 very loud people that decided your mom didn't actually die. She made it up for attention. It was a bunch of people, they like bombarded me. They're like in a discord and one day they just attacked me. Do you try to ignore it or what do you do? I think I ended stream and they came back a few days in a row. Yeah, I could show you her death certificate and then dox myself. Like is, that, like, is that what you want me to do? Like it was just, it's just crazy. People on the internet, they just can decide anything and they can just use that to sharpen their knives and it's just <laughs> all you can do is ignore it because yeah. if you bring attention to it then it perpetuates yeah. that this is an okay thing to do and that more people should go ahead and do that if they it's want your so attention sad. yeah Damn. the internet's a dark place when i started streaming i was working a full-time job mm -hmm. and i would come home and i'd play league of legends for like five hours because yeah. that was my that was my chill right. but then i started feeling guilty i'm like oh this isn't productive so then i was like <sighs> i might as well stream if i'm playing league of legends let me stream and at least feel productive i was also really lonely at the time this was like right after my mother had passed away and so i was like i just want to talk to people like whatever it's only the opposite of parasocial i was parasocial mm. with my chat i needed people and so i um start streaming and working full-time streaming working full-time up until covid that's when I finally quit my job. And then I had a, one of my moderators was like, have you ever heard of the Raj show? A streamer named Raj, may he rest in peace, um, used to do these dating shows. And you know, I had a pretty loud personality and he's like, you'd be funny on this. And I've always been into comedy. I love, like when I'm done with this, hopefully someday, you know, if I don't just like, I wanna be a stand-up comedian. I think, yeah. I think I have enough trauma in my life that I could do well at it. <laughs> That's what every stand-up comedian <laughs> yeah. needs. Just a little bit of trauma, exactly. a lot of bit of trauma helps. Tick all the boxes there, ex-Mormon, dead mom, like all the yeah. things, you know? So I watched some of the shows and I'm like, oh, this so they're missing like, they're missing like that person that people hate, right? Because like, I used to watch The Bachelor too. And you know who gets the most attention on The Bachelor? The person that people hate. Exactly. So the first time I go on one of the one of his shows, I pre-write a bunch of roasts about all the girls. And we're in the lobby before the show starts and I go, hey guys, I'm gonna say some things. <laughs> I don't mean them. I think you're all great. I don't even know you guys. These are generic. I wrote them before I knew you. Mm. Just like, and so I go on the show and I, everyone thinks I'm very funny, but they also think I am the biggest bitch. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to play into that. Sure. Like, you know, they needed that. And so then I kept getting invited back. People would come to my stream because um, they were like, oh, let me check this out. But what they didn't realize is that I was playing a character. So they'd come to my stream and they'd be a little confused. But the good thing about that is it was giving myself a funnel. Uh -huh. So I was funneling people from that show, seeing me play this character to my own channel, and it's helped me. Mm -hmm. So I slowly got more and more attention and then um, was able to introduce them to me as a person and just kind of went from there. Was there a moment when you were streaming where you were like, this could be my full-time thing now. Like I could drop everything else and just go 100% into this? No. Not even at this point? No. I think it's only a matter of time before I quit because I've, I've lost my mind. 
<laughs> do you so you foresee a future where you are not doing this and not because of choice but because you lost your mom? Yeah. I, my therapist even has said she's like I have never seen an industry more trauma inducing than this one. We've been swatted and mm. I have never I've had some pretty traumatic things happen in my life and I've luckily up until now hadn't developed any sort of PTSD, but I have diagnosed PTSD from us getting swatted. Can you explain what actually happens when you get swatted? So people hear, oh, the SWAT team shows up at your door and then they just start, you know, they break down the door and start screaming at you. Yeah, what happens is it's, it's a viewer of some kind that wants to prank the streamer. Um, this used to be just like, they would send pizzas to your house or something, yeah. you know? And then and while over, you're live, they get to see the reaction. Yeah, and so what happens is a viewer will um, call the police, they will fake a threat of some kind, they'll have gotten the streamer's address, they fake a threat, they usually say they're holding someone hostage or they have a bomb or... Do you know what they said about you? Um, yes, they said they um, shot their mom with a shotgun and they were gonna shoot everyone else in the house. What's crazy is you would think, because you watch all these shows on TV, you'd think they would like track the phone call. Yeah. To see if it's in the house that they're calling from. They don't do that. Could, can, can they? I would think, I don't know. I don't know, the TV says they can. <laughs> hey SWAT team, I know you're big fans of the show. Just leave a comment below, let us know can if you can. Can you guys track the phone call, please? If you can, you should. Please, yeah, and so I'm about to start my stream. I'm pushing the space bar. I remember, it's like, it comes, it's so, it's so vivid. I'm pushing the space bar on my computer to get it to turn on, and I see a laser on my hand. And I think to myself, is that like someone playing with a cat toy? Like, I'm like, cause we have roommates, we have, I'm like, maybe one of them's playing with the cats. And that's my first thought, I'm like, cat toy, what the heck? And I turn, and now it's on my stomach. And I'm like, what? And then I look up, like literally like this, and we have a big window in front of our kitchen. And that's when it, I see it, like just all of these lights and all I see are lights, all I see are guns. And I hear the intercom, this LAPD come out with your hands up. And the world went silent for a few seconds. Like I literally thought to myself, I'm dying. Like this yeah. is a sniper rifle on my stomach. Yeah, um, and you know it's loaded. You know that they can. Someone sneezes, you're dead. Yeah. You are dead. And so Ludwig is downstairs streaming and I am frozen for, it felt like if you've ever had sleep paralysis, it's sleep paralysis in real life, like mm -hmm. I'm frozen. So finally, when I have a second to move, I, I go and all of our roommates, they had some friends over there playing Smash. <laughs> and so I'm like, guys, like turn it off. And they laugh at me. They think I'm like being like, you know, like turn off the game, you know? Yeah. They're like, ah, and I'm like, no, turn it off. We're getting swatted. Cause you like know what swatting is, it's just never happened to you. And they're like, oh fuck. And so they, they turn it off and I open the door and I'm like, I can reason with these people, Yeah. right? Like I open the door, I'm like, we're YouTubers. Cause people don't know what streamers are. Yeah. I said, we're YouTubers, this is a prank. Like I'm trying to deescalate the situation. At least they don't care. They start yelling at you, yelling at you, just guns everywhere. All you can see is lights and guns. You're just blinded and you Holy can just see. Shit. And they yell at you, hands up. They're just yelling all sorts of different directions at you. And you think anybody flinches and I'm dead. So they get us out one by one. They make us go in a line. Ludwig is still streaming. They're being really mean to me. They're like, stop asking. Like, you need to shut up. You need to shut up. Everyone needs to get out of the house. And we're like, okay, we're calling our boyfriend. And so my roommate calls my boyfriend. And he's like, you need to end the stream, come outside. And so he, he ends the stream really quickly. The person remained on the phone. They see that Ludwig is ended his stream and they said, I'm coming out now, I'm going to shoot. Hoping that 
they would think it was They have him. a more hostile reaction. and Yeah, but our other roommate, Slime, was also sleeping in and woken up. So him and Slime come out at the same time. But since Slime is the last one out, they think Slime is the problem. So they tackle Slime in front of all of us. They have a gun to his head. You're thinking, like, my friend is going to get killed in front of me. This is going to cost a lot in therapy. Um, <laughs> they leave the door open this whole time. You know, they get us all out. They have to talk to us for quite some time. By the time we get inside, the cat's gone. We can't find the cat anywhere. And so I am sobbing. I'm ballistic at this point. Like, I go out there. I said, please, my cat's gone. Can you help us look? Because they all have these big flashlights. Yeah. They're like, no, leave us alone. And I, I'm like, fuck you. Like, you did this to us. They're like, you guys need to get a new job. And that was just the first time. The worst time, the thing that has pinpointed where my PTSD comes from is Ludwig had a subathon. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, 30 days, 24 hours. He's live, but I'm terrified. I'm like, we're definitely gonna get swatted. And that's going through your mind too. He the comes to you and says, I'm gonna be doing a 30 day live stream. Yeah. The first thing you think of is We just 30 got days, swatted a few weeks ago. It's gonna happen. It's 30, 30 days, days of on being afraid. Yeah on being terrified. So every single night you would see him go to sleep on stream, I would be awake. I was awake every single night, staring out the window, the whole night, the entire night. You, The people think I'm lying, no. I would not go to sleep until I saw him wake up. Everyone in the house, I love those boys, but they sleep like rocks. Are you getting any sleep? I'm sleeping during the day, and it's a little bit. I'm not, I'm not doing well. And then finally, it is, it is Easter morning, and it is 4.30 in the morning and I'm on day 27. I'm exhausted. I'm like, you know what? I can go to sleep. <laughs> the one time I wake up 5 a.m. to the, the lights were so bright through my bathroom window, they lit up my entire room. And again, it's that sleep paralysis. I'm frozen in my bed. And I just hear them, this LAP, come out with your hands up and you're like, fuck. Like, just fuck, I have to. And every single time you walk out there, you think, Someone flinches, I'm dead. Yeah. Like it's so many guns every single time. They do not do less guns. And so I'm the only one that wakes up, of course. And so I have to, I have to go wake up all the roommates and I go, I walk past a window and they go berserk on the megaphone. They're like, come on, we're gonna shoot, we're gonna shoot, go out right now. So I have to crawl, I drop down, I have to crawl to pass the window. I get up, I, my other roommate just woke up and I'm like, hey, will you go wake up Slime? I'll go wake up Nick. I go and I shake Nick. I go get Ludwig. I walk into his stream room, I turn off his stream. That's what I do, because he's sleeping. Yeah. He's a subathon. So I just walk in as casually as I can, I just turn off the stream. We go out there, do the whole thing again, and it's the third time they've been here, and some of them are the exact same cops. And they don't think to call us beforehand, they don't think anything, you know. And it's just like, it's just so dark and awful. And then we get inside, you know, Ludwig goes back to his stream. We have to pretend like it's normal. Okay, you can either talk about it and say, hey, we got swatted, this isn't okay, and that person wins, they're validated, they've collected That's their, what they want. That's what they want. Or you don't talk about it, and they don't know if they did it, and so they keep doing it. Oh. But you do talk about it, copycats. Yeah. You don't talk about it, people keep trying. You know, so it's yeah. this weird, you don't know the right thing. And so at this point in our career, we're not talking about it. And so Ludwig, as soon as he can, goes back on his subathon. I'm with him and uh, it's Easter. And I have this Easter basket, which I made for him. And I was like, sorry, I was trying to surprise him with the Easter basket. I hit the wrong cord, sorry. Oh. And like my face is all puffy because I've just been sobbing and having yeah. a panic attack and whatever. And that gets posted on LSF when I ended the stream, live stream fails. It's a Reddit that is oh, the God. worst, of course. Mm. And it's a hate thread about Cutie Cinderella is such a jealous girlfriend. She turned off his stream because she needs attention. She's such an attention whore. Like, they, cause they don't know we got swatted. Yeah. They think I just went in there and turned off his stream because I'm a bitch. Because of course. What, you, like you want to ruin his streak or something? Of course. 
You know, because that's the only thing that could be going on. Um, wow. Yeah. There's so a lot then, to unpack there. Exactly. So the right after, you know, I go through this traumatic thing, I now get a hate threat about me. And it's like, wow. And so ever since then, a car drives by our house, stomach drops. A light is outside our house, stomach drops. I hear helicopters, stomach drops. There have been times I wake up in the middle of the night, shaking Ludwig, saying, we're getting swatted, we're getting swatted. We're not. And it's just like... It's just PTSD. It's just... Nothing. It's nothing. And it's that powerlessness, that, yeah, that feeling anything. that it could happen at any moment, and that just some random person changed the entire course of your mental health yeah. and, and, and you in many ways. People don't think about it. They don't think, they think like, oh, this is a funny prank. No, people yeah. have died from getting swatted. Yeah. The amount of trauma that you're creating from this prank is, it's not, it's not simple. It's not haha funny. It's, it's, miserable you're changing people's lives as they know it like i don't know when i will be the same i don't know when i will be able to sleep through the night i don't and the option is quit your job move do this and it's like wow how can you live with yourself and do something like that because haha funny i don't know and that's just what that's just what happens in this industry there needs to be something in place because there are things in place for britney spears mm. oh we got a call for britney spears's house again mm. You know, but we are micro niche internet celebrities, but we are who this is happening to most. You kind of have uh, the downsides of a celebrity. Yeah. You know, you you have you yeah. have people trying We're to not even a million. trying to swat you and all that stuff. Uh, but without some of the upsides, like uh, having so much money that you could afford your own personal security exactly. or the, the proper measures to be put into place so you don't have to be the one watching over your house every single night because you're afraid that you're gonna get swatted. Yeah. And now I feel like that PTSD is probably elevated because you put in 27 night shifts in and then the one time that you decide that you're gonna mm -hmm. take a break because it's probably fine is when that kind of thing happens. So yeah. now in your head, it's like, I have to be constantly uh -huh. at full awareness if I'm not something bad will happen. Well, again. the sad thing is I've also mm. diagnosed OCD. Mm. And so that pattern, because uh, when you're OCD, you really grasp onto pattern behaviors. You live in this constant state of patterns make you calm almost. Uh, if I, like, I'm afraid of flying. At one point I had 72 things I had to do before I would get on a plane. I had to have my sewing kit. I had to have my mismatched socks. I had to have a button in my bag. I have a purple string that I had to have tied around. I had to wear a certain jacket. I have to wear a I've gotten that down to eight with lots of therapy, but uh. I do, I still, I have to have mismatched socks. I have to, all these things. I thrive off of patterns. And so yeah. when something bad happens, when I should have been doing my pattern, that's a whole other, like that's a whole other mess. Right. So it, yeah, it is. So even subconsciously now I have insomnia. I don't sleep. And that makes mental health issues, depression, anxiety even worse. I have never been more depressed in my entire life. And I've dealt with my mother dying. I've dealt with all sorts of, I've had horrible things happen than this past year. And I genuinely believe it's the repercussions from my PTSD of not being able to sleep, not being able Absolutely. to, and all of that on top of it. And it's so sad because there's so much that I love in this job. There is, there really is. And it's just like, but how long can I do it? Yeah, now I see why you're yeah. like, I won't be doing this forever. It's sad. And like, we'll see how it goes. I, I, I'm not, I'm definitely not, at, I'm not, it's not anytime soon, mm. but it is just, I don't know when the breaking point will be. And I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> and it's pretty wild that from the outside, this is your most successful year of all time, ever. Yeah. Yeah. But yet your mental health, because of all the downsides, has just built up over time mm -hmm. to, to have you in a, would you say you've been in a dark place this oh, past year? I've never, and not to use this as like drama, I've never been more suicidal. 
in my entire life. And for anyone who's ever had like suicidal dark thoughts, it's not like, um, it's more like a thought that scares you. It comes in your yeah. brain and you're like, where did that come from? I think when people hear that word, that they think that that means like, ooh, that's desirable. Yeah. But it's, it no, doesn't no, no. mean. It's scary. It's this very scary thing. Even if it's, it's like, something that you don't want, it's exactly. still a thought that pops up and you're like, why is that thought mm -hmm. there? And then you kind of get caught up on that thought too. Like, why does that mean something about me that I don't exactly. know? Exactly. It's, it's so bad. And a lot of people see that and like even, you know, the cynics on the internet, oh, they're just saying that to drama bait. For attention. Or for attention. And it's yeah. like, no, no, no. It's, it's just, it's a genuine thing that happens to a lot of people and people haven't normalized it. And that's why, you know, there's a difference between suicidal thoughts and suicidal tendencies. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just, it's scary. It's very scary. Even if I'm the most depressed thing in the world, I love life. I don't want to die. I don't want those things. And so it's very frustrating when that happens. And it just comes from you're deteriorated. You're so depleted. And you're literally getting very little sleep. And your brain is bombarding you. And you're like, that's not nice. And I do think that you should take a moment at some point to acknowledge how you really are changing the landscape of what streaming is, what Twitch means, you know, because you're putting together these events and and including so many people and making this this idea of collaboration uh, be something that's celebrated. Yeah. And, you know, especially in-person collaboration, there's a, there's a little bit less of that. And that's bringing everyone It's together. been really cool to watch other people do it too. Like yeah. a lot of people have said like, hey, Kitty, you really inspired me to do this. And yeah. it's like, yeah. wow, me? You know, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. Uh, I, I just hope, you know, I miss most about my jobs talking around the water cooler. We don't get that in streaming. You don't get any camaraderie. Com is that how you say that word? Camaraderie. Camaraderie. Yeah. And so. Camaraderie. Camaraderie. I've heard that too. So I'm, I'm hoping that as a community, people can just get nicer because even in this industry over the past year, you've seen some drama that's just insidious. If people were just nicer, they knew each other more, they were human to each other, then hopefully some of that goes away. What exciting thing do you have upcoming besides the streamer award? I will be for sure. Is this uh, an announcement? Yeah. Um, I'm doing the Master Baker. The Master Baker. Yeah. In you window intended. It is my series on Twitch that I'm doing. It's going to be a seven day competition with seven streamers. They're going to receive a category of like a baked good, so brownies. Yeah. 24 hours in advance, they have to learn that, then they have to show up, make it, no recipe. Oh shit, they have to memorize the recipe. Yeah, someone gets eliminated each day. That's dope. The final round will be a What is it about doing what you do mm -hmm. that brings you the most joy? It is the bringing people together. It gives me purpose. It's the only thing that currently gives me purpose is bringing people together, doing no, new, cool, exciting things. Like girls trip that we did, what, the purpose of that was trying to elevate women on the platform. You don't see that many women streamers together in one place mm -hmm. ever. And that's why I do it. It gives me purpose. It gives me purpose to see people come together. What about your wiki feet? What about it? How is it? What's your rating? It's pretty good. Uh, is it? Was it? A four, it was a 4.91, it's just up to 4.93. Well, I'm posting a, I spent the day with Barefooters episode today. What is a Barefooter? Someone who does not wear shoes unless they absolutely, absolutely have to. I didn't yeah. know this. Yeah. So you showed your toesies today. I, I did I did show um, this little piggy, this little piggy, this Whoa. little piggy, this little piggy, and this little piggy. My feet are messed up. Really? Why? Yeah. 
Oh, there's, there's, I don't know what happened to them. Well, cramming them into small shoes? I what? guess so. I don't know. Maybe it was my church shoes. They're like, my toes are like. <laughs> they overlap? They're so overlapped and like yeah. this and just funky. And I love my wiki feet because it's just like someone, they're just roast. Like people are like, people are like, I have never seen toes like this. What's your rating? Uh, I think it was like 3.3. <laughs> it's one of the worst I've ever Evil. seen. Evil. But I'm like proud of it. I'm like proud it's so bad. My feet are messed up. 